Okay, uh, here we are everyone, We're back in the uh, onsen, it's doing up uh, some human soup. I'm here with uh, co-host Nexus. Hello. Hey, and co-host NBT. Crack, crack. I don't even know what that one means, it's, it doesn't make me angry. But, okay. It's like a leveled up version. Yeah, leveled up. Speaking of leveled up, <laughs> what a terrible Ooh. segue. Uh, so today we're going to be covering the topic of... Uh, Basically stages in J-Rock or maybe even your J-Rock power level, you know, so as you get more and more into it, how you change. Like, uh, I guess a good example is like, as a fan of animation, I have my hidden power level where at all times there's something that I have with me that is kind of a dead giveaway that I'm into it, but not everyone will know unless they're super into it too. So I guess a good way to put it is, uh, where you start out. So for myself, I would say when I first started out, you know, I found like one song and one band and I thought they were really freaking great. And then I moved on from there and I just wanted to listen to every single thing. And then I kind of started toning down, really focusing on only a few things. And I'd say over time, the spectrum of music I listen to, even in the Japanese music scene, is like getting slimmer and slimmer. It's very rare for me to add a new band that I actually follow legitimately so i was wondering if anyone else kind of has the same so so basically thing. you're kind of like at the cap level right now yeah 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 <laughs> like my power level for a f fucking set specific amount of bands is just like this is it like you know when you're at a party and somebody's yeah. like hey it's nice to meet you but you don't want anything to do with them you're kind of like sorry man i'm all friended up like I'd rather not <laughs> all my friends lost our <laughs> <laughs> new stuff like, I, I, don't need, like, I don't need any new people right now. Yeah, you're, but, but, you're joking, uh, but I actually, <laughs> actually have dealt with, like, having all my friends slots filled up. Slots. <laughs> they, 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 they all take up space in your Final Fantasy inventory, right? Yeah, um, my inventory for friends is full. No more friends. Yeah, until but, I uh, Hazel, let me ask you. So, uh, you said that you, you're, you're basically capped right now. So, let's say, um, like, what kind of bands are in your in your inventory or bag i don't know what it is. let's call it an inventory <laughs> okay in, we're in gonna the magic go sack. game okay we're gonna go game thing today all yeah. right um, <laughs> so how so in your inventory inventory how many kind of like uh, western bands versus uh, japanese bands we western wow that's that's an interesting question i can't think of any that like i actually legitimately follow in any way like so, so basically, your 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 J Rock level has consumed like all your um, how do you say it? like music <laughs> inventory. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, I can't think of a single Western band that I follow. I mean, there are definitely Western bands I like, and you know, bands from other parts of the world besides Japan. But for the most part, yeah, I'm all I'm all Japaneseed up. Like, no, no, nothing else. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, what 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 about you? Like, are are you do you have like a good uh like a, a rainbow of diversity in your uh, music taste, or are you just like nope? I I don't know. Like, I kind of got into like uh some kind of uh Korean rock re recently. That's a thing that exists. 
<laughs> this is a yeah, thing. I was never like, informed. <laughs> it's a very slim market in Korea, so that's that's why I I it's hard to find, I guess. Uh, well, I'm not that well informed when it comes to Korean music, but when I find some, oh shit, I just spilled my water. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Because I made like gestures. <laughs> anyway, big uh, hand motions. <laughs> When I find some good Korean bands that I like, I, I I try to like see if I can find some bands that are similar to them. But regardless, I think I basically have ninety eight percent Japanese music in my inventory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd say mine's like ninety nine percent Japanese, and then like there's probably like one Chinese band in there. Oh, kung fu, uh, voodoo kung fu. Yeah, voodoo kung fu. Like I still listen to them regularly. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Like if you were to look at my phone, which is the majority of music I carry around with me, I don't think there's anything even in English in it. <laughs> like listen, listening to this. Uh, first, I was like, I definitely agree that with the Jerok levels, once you like max out, it's I, I, once you're after that phase when you like listen to everything, pretty much everyone just kind of like mellows out into listening to only a few bands once they're in the fandom for like a long time, nearing a decade or something. But it would like logically, it would make you think that once you start listening to fewer J-rock bands, you would like want to supplement the other slots with Western shit. But no one I really does. Like no one that. really does. No, it's just you kind of like no listen to three J-rock bands. And nothing else. <laughs> the thing is, like, uh, th- there are, uh, especially in the visual casing, like, you know, <laughs> there's always bands that dis- are disbanding. Oh, so, yeah. It's, it kind of starts feeling like it's not worth the emotional investment because they're going to break it anyway. I don't know anyway. about that. I don't know about that. I still, I still go fucking hard. But I think it is interesting that you've said three. I don't know if that was really intentional or not. But it does feel like three is that magic number, for me at least, where there's two that are, like, cemented in right now. And then, like, the third slot is constantly rotating. Yeah, yeah, I think it's three for me as well. Like, there's two that are, like, pretty much they're going to be there forever. And then you just keep, like, swapping the one to supplement the two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, in between... To yeah. change it up a little. The like fucking two decades of no releases. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So for example, I always track my music on Last FM. I know you're fucking weird um, about it too. Yeah, and you shut up. And also, <laughs> like these band that used to be active, uh, they were always getting a lot of plays from me. But uh, since they disbanded and there was like no no new music really, I kind of like forgot about them so that's what was kind of like one of the reasons why i'd stopped listening to them not because their music was bad or or got them worse in my opinion or anything like that but because you tend to forget about them because there's so much new music that comes out i guess i guess that's valid i don't li- really listen to this person anymore even though i like still love them so much yeah i mean they're still i think they're like my fourth most listened band even to this day after like tracking music for 10 years yeah uh, but you're weird uh, yeah yeah but their rank hasn't gone up uh, or anything because they don't really release any music anymore yeah and that's sad yeah when, when are they coming back i still believe it's gonna happen one day why uh i don't know i want to hope shut up they used to be like one of my first most favorite bands in j-rock when i got into it like five Nostalgic. seconds ago you were like i don't even know if the emotional investment's worth it and you're like I refuse to give but up. But she already <laughs> invested in I, I refuse to give up. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 
once you're clinging to bands of the past, you don't have the, man- the emotional capacity to emotionally invest in other bands that are also going to break up, you know? But, like, um, I, I've met, like, uh, Izumi uh, twice already. And, like, every time I meet him, he always like to, well, well, I always ask him about the music, but he uh-huh. feels very passionate about the things he does, and music is uh, still a big part of it, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Let's well, repeat we'll see a few more times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, just to fill up about like uh, 30 minutes worth of time. But uh, <laughs> we'll I guess... Uh, so, I mean, not necessarily we all agree that there is like a specific cycle to it, and when you max out, you're stuck in like the, oh, these are my these are my three boys or girls you know whatever maybe you're really into love bites or something but uh oh yeah baby metal's a thing you know what my j-rock level has actually decreased really Uh, i guess mine has and the reason for that is because j-pop has come into the scene (laughs) oh j-pop's getting popular again uh well for me like uh i started listening to to a lot of like uh, dojin bands and uh, a lot of dojin Bands are kind of like they converge somewhere around like J pop and J rocks. And, mm-hmm. and so I kind of like got into those artists as well. So they do not only make J rock, they J- make J pop, they make some like electronic shit sometimes too. So it's very different uh, in the Dojin world. I get that. Yeah, they're kind of all over the place. But at the root of it, wouldn't you say most of the Dojin bands you listen to anywhere? Are- more metal focused oh yeah for sure like that's that's basically where i, I kind of branch out from j-rock still i mean I, I i have my weird stuff that i'm into like uh i don't remember if it was you or somebody else but they had me listen to this like dojin band like uh it was i, I don't know how to what the correct term for it is but it's a bunch of different artists they were all doing jazz and it was mm. really good like i think everything at the end of it all was all arranged by a guy named pine but it was just a bunch of different jazz stuff and it was really fucking good i don't i don't recall any of that so yeah i don't know i don't know who got me to listen to it but it was really fucking great and like now i can never find anything like it because that's just how that <laughs> shit works. So that's that's why it's like yeah. the rotating three, you know? There's the two who you can trust, and then the third who's, like, only there sometimes, so you got to switch them out every now and then. All right, well, <laughs> well, Nexus, I mean, where would you say you are? You say you're kind of capped out, but I guess where did you start? I, I guess I was, like, about to say that even though I'm kind of capped out, I guess I'm kind of decreasing because I'm going through a little bit of an, of an anime renaissance, and I'm... Um, I turned into a bit of a weeb. Oh, wait, what, what have you been listening to? <laughs> no, not listening to. I just, I, I don't listen to much stuff at all. Oh, you mean you just watch anime? You don't listen to the songs from anime? Yeah. Oh. I feel like I'm but the I'm, only person in the world who, I've like, been, I've been listening. I've them. been listening to soundtracks, but I usually only listen to them as a means to an end when I'm working. So I'm, like... Got them on in the background because when oh, I'm working and I can't. You I mean can't soundtracks really... as in like this, uh, like background soundtrack music? Yeah. Or... Okay. Yeah. Cool. And <laughs> I've been doing that with like Hiroaka soundtracks and uh, what the fuck was that other one called? The Land of the Lustrous one. That's a good one. But I want to say that I usually listen to this stuff when I'm working because I can't. I can't listen to anything with lyrics when I'm working mm. and. So work is kind of fucking my J-Rock involvement because I don't have time to listen to J-Rock. Wait, why can't you listen so to anything feel... with lyrics? Because it distracts me. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah, and so 
I feel like my jitter glove is de- decreasing somewhat because I legit like don't listen to much stuff. And if I do listen to it, it's usually just Dear Angre and the Gazette. <laughs> That's about it. So in, ge- but in general, you listen to less music, right? I guess. Yeah. But I'm not really picking up any more bands or anything that are not J-Rock hmm. or not Japanese. But you're not even kind of like looking for any new music. No, I, do, I don't have I don't have the need to uh, to look for any new music. I'm, that's why I said that most even most people I know don't like branch out too much. They just stick to their couple bands in their comfort zone, even if they stop listening to too much music at all or caring about too much J-Rock at all. So let me tell you when I had an iPod Shuffle. Uh-huh. <laughs> the iPod Shuffle could that's contain about how many songs? Like more than a hundred, I think. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> so, more than a hundred. Wait, like triple digits. Holy yeah, triple digit. That was that was yeah, that was the real deal. And also, um, it had no display. Mm-hmm. Just play. Oh, that dumb one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that that the old one. So I usually had like my how do you say my top hundred songs, and I just put it there and shuffle them. Mm-hmm. So that was in the past. And I just shuffled all my songs. But now, when when I have like so much more songs available, uh, I stick to like a few albums uh, every month, uh, and then I kind of like. Uh, find new music and switch switch it up that's how i usually consume music i don't know if if that's the same oh, yeah that's, that's totally valid because like just last year i spent like a month listening to one of the lynch's albums on repeat and <laughs> literally only that one <laughs> it's the 13 one in the roman numerals i just don't know how yeah to yeah it. it got it got a lot of praise uh, from everyone it's so uh, good yeah. Really? Maybe I should listen to it. You should. It's good. I don't know, man. I know I'm all filled up, you know? <laughs> and to, to go back on that analogy of listening to only three bands, Lynch is the third band I currently have slotted in next to Dierengre and Gazette, which are the basic two for me. That's really interesting. Like, I, I feel like that's a lot of people, Dierengre and Gazette, that I talk to, but I, I, I'm just not that big a fan of the Gazette. We've been through this. You're, you're weird. <laughs> What? <laughs> Your opinions are invalid. But no, no. I, <laughs> what? You're not the first person that I know that doesn't like the cassette. It's not that weird. I don't know. I think a lot of people, um, they probably like some songs of the Gazette, but uh, people kind of like um, overrate or overhype them. I think that's the thing that people Yeah, do. Yeah, I 100% tends to be overrated as fuck. Yeah, I like mean... They're good, but not the greatest band ever. Yeah, granted, Gazette is one of the catalysts for me also, but... Yeah, they, I'll admit they have some songs that I really, really like, but for the most part, I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't dislike them. Eh, I mean, I don't uh, not dislike them. <laughs> <laughs> Mazo, the person that talks like a whole lot about hating the Gazette. I never dislike. said I hate the Gazette. I just okay. dislike a, a good chunk of their library. I don't know. It's Is fine. there a reason to hate the Gazette at all? I don't know. The hype, the fandom, the yeah, fandom. Yeah, but I mean, probably. I mean, would you hate the band for that? Some people like if the fandom of a band Are or a thing is really shitty, yeah. it puts them off the thing. It like yeah. sours the taste of the thing for you because the fans are so shitty. It's happened to me before with other stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I told you I went to see Gazette and I, the big reason why I didn't enjoy it that much was because the fans were just uh, kind of boring. <laughs> now, watch like all the Gazette fans that are by chance listening come for our ass. I know. That's why I don't <laughs> want to talk too much about it because I, I don't necessarily... Again... 
it's not their fault either. Different fandoms express their shit in different ways, which I guess is kind of, you know, it goes with the power level territory. I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are showing up to a Gazette show are either like not necessarily end stage or at like a weird like early stage where like, I I just really love the Gazette. And it's like, why? I really love the Gazette. Uh, But (laughs) yeah, it's a good like kind of introduction to J-Rock, I guess. And that's why you don't... Yeah, you find like these low levels. <laughs> yeah, and that's why that's why self-important assholes like me are just like, but they're not like you know high. It level sounds shit. so bad though. It's like uh, elitism. Like that that's a bad thing because it puts you higher. So maybe this J Rock level thing wasn't the best. <laughs> like. Well, here, here, here's the thing. There is definitely elitism in uh, almost all communities. Uh, all communities I've ever been involved in, elitism is the worst when it comes to anything even remotely resembling heavy metal. Mm. Huh. I don't I don't know if you've noticed that too, but when it comes to, you know, loud distorted guitars, the elitists in those communities are fucking elitists. <laughs> I try I try to stay away from these kind of dramas. Like it, it just kind of makes it more toxic and I don't even want Yeah, no, 100% it does. That's why I avoid it too, but this is where you're going to get like, the most elitism is in. Rather than like time spent listening to shit or like levels or like knowledge of I've what I've encountered in the Jarek fandom when it comes to elitism is more like elitism related to spending. Really? Like yeah, who has more merch and who has been to more concerts and shit like that. Oh, I, I noticed that, though, with uh, Hatsune Miku, because that's a merch kind of based, <laughs> how do you say, market. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, since Miku's not real and she... <laughs> yeah, I mean, since there's Miku's no not artist. real and she... <laughs> I mean, there's no real artist. She's a virtual girl, Miku. damn it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, everyone participating in Miku, so there's, like, merch in every direction that you look like. So. Well, I mean, everyone I don't participate in Miku don't drag me into the shit. <laughs> You know, I will say that's one of the coolest things about stuff like Miku, especially living out here in Japan. If I'm ever like, man, I really need like a, I don't know, a pillow. Like, ah, oh, that's a bad example. Or like, I really need a... A frisbee. Uh, a frisbee. You are, you are Just slap Miku on one. I'm sure you can find it, find it somewhere. Like, oh, I, I really want some chopsticks. Oh, these look like giant leeks, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the marketing aspect of it is really great but it's like if you're, I, if I guess, you're in I mean, japan and you need literally anything it probably exists with miku on it yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you need like blue ramen that exists too yeah blue ramen exists too like that's that's 100 a fucking thing like they'll slap anything on anything but i think that also goes towards the uh, how easy it is to become an elitist big money spender in japan or yeah. not in japan but with japanese bands because i mean i have i when I went to see Devaloof, I finally got to buy some of their merch. And, uh, I mean, they have wristbands, they have wallets, you know, they have typical stuff mm-hmm. like jackets and shirts. And then I bought mm-hmm. a towel. Like, <laughs> that's a thing. And that's because summers out here are so crazy. Like, you're, you're insane not to have a towel, but and they'll, was it they'll like, slap was their it name like on the, anything. The neck towel that they sell at concerts or like yeah. a legit towel? Yeah, neck towel. Okay. Oh, you guys know how, like, in Japan, a lot of uh, concerts have, uh, they're like seated. Yeah. Uh, so is that common like, out even... here? All the, uh, still, all the stuff I've been to is pretty underground. The yeah, big so, concerts so have why, seating. Yeah, the usually. bigger ones. Yeah, that's but why. That's why like... I don't want to go to any bigger shows out here because I don't want to be stuck in a seat next to. No, some no, fan that's not girl. how it works. That's not how it works. But like, even though they have seated, like, uh, <clears throat> even though the concert is seated, people still line up early for the merch. 
And uh, especially for Hatsune Miku, like these events, there are some merch that are sold out really quickly. So the lines are like basically like lining up for a big concert, even though you don't mm. have to. <laughs> oh, so like even though you're let in with like numbered tickets, you're still sitting there since morning because you want the limited Miku shit. Yeah, yeah, because you really need to get so, that 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 uh, happy coat. Yeah, I I I stood in line for one hour and then like oh one some... hour it's so long Jesus. No 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 that was half of it only like <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and after one hour they said oh this shit is sold out. I was Holy like shit. Oh, fuck. So I've been there for like I, I, and also I wasted like half of the time of, like because they were playing the concert too while I was standing in line. Oh that that sucks. sucks. Yeah, and some people go there just to buy merch. And they don't watch the concert. That sucks. Like, why? Why? No, because that's their power I level. I mean, this 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 wasn't granted. This wasn't like the holographic show. This was uh, a kind of like Hatsune Miku DJ show. Mm. Yeah, that's, oh, that brings me actually to a question. Have you guys noticed that? Like, I don't know if it's common, but like at a certain power level of chair, let's keep calling it that. People just <laughs> Like willingly stop giving a shit about like being near the front at concerts and shit. They just go stand in the back because they have seen the shit so many times that it doesn't give a fuck anymore. Oh, so that's a really high level. <sighs> I get what if you're just... saying with that one, but for me personally, like for example, I, I, my second time watching Devaloof, I wasn't at the very front. I was closer to the back. And it's less because I'm like, I've seen this all before, whatever, whatever. And it's more because I know what kind of experience I want in the show. Mm -hmm. And with this group of people, it's not going to happen. Like nothing Mm -hmm. against Visual K and the type of fans they have, but they're just not as violent as the direction that Devaloof kind of leans in. But again, at the end of their set that night, they did get a really good pit going. Their wall of death was actually really successful in my opinion. And I did join the front just to get slammed around a little bit. But for the most part, unless a band can get their fans to do a really good mosh pit or actually really get into their stuff, I don't get involved because nobody else is getting involved anyway and the band's not asking for it. But there's no reason for you to be at like the front front because that's not where the stuff happens i mean it's kind yeah of like it's definitely not behind at least the front row because i mean the the mosh pit and and, and circle pits are not happening like, yeah like if you're if front. you're standing in the front row you're yeah. the mosh pit is not happening for you <laughs> yeah there's yeah. i guess there's two things i keep an eye on at a show while i stand like towards the middle back is I keep an eye on the band because you can see the whole band from there. If you're all the way at the very front, you got to turn your head every couple seconds to yeah. to see whoever's doing what, and uh, keep an eye on the crowd to see if they do anything interesting or if the band eggs them on to do anything interesting. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. When I was at a Crystal Lake's concert, I was at the front row, uh, and I kind of felt like sometimes it was a waste. Um, so, but I got like the the action that I got was that people who crowd surfed kind of like hit me in the head, and I kind of like <laughs> bit my own own mouth and started <laughs> bleeding that way. I was like, I can't, I, I don't want to have to deal with this shit. So I uh, stopped being, uh, I just like jumped out and and went to the uh, marsh pit instead, and that was a lot more fun than just standing mm-hmm. at the front and getting like legs kicked on your head and stuff like that i guess it's also a sign of a high level you know what you want from a show yeah, yeah definitely definitely that is that is 100 a thing after you've been to a few shows you get to know what you're there for 
And I'd say in some ways it sucks because <laughs> sometimes it's just not going to fucking happen no matter how bad you want it to happen. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned like the crowd being bad at Gazette. Oh where God. was that? It was like next fucking level bad. Uh, but where where were you? Uh, like which concert? Oh, it was in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to give much more away than that. It wasn't their most recent show either. So calm down. Yeah. Uh, so I I think I've been to three concerts in um, in Europe and one in Japan. Only three? I thought it would be more for you. Oh no no no! I don't have that much money. <laughs> oh okay. uh, yeah, I know where it all went. Basically, I couldn't I couldn't like uh, extract any more money from the ATM uh, when I was in Japan recently. Uh, oh, that's how much money I spent on me. Okay. Oh uh, but it, it's really different the crowd in Japan and and uh, in Europe. Like even if the same uh, like band. So I f- I think it's easier to enjoy yourself in Europe. But in Japan, you kind of have to know what like this furutsuke. I don't yeah. think you have to know. Like it's optional for sure. And again, there yeah, but, are some bands that hate it. Yeah, but that's how how kind of like. Uh, the Japanese fans enjoy it. Yeah, and then then yeah. Morrigan come to Europe, and you have to pull the furry shit, and only half the crowd joins in, and it gets super weird. <laughs> Happen? Yeah, like at the three Morrigan shows, I was to like the front was doing furry because oh. there were some people that go to shows in Japan, and they were like instigating it. And it was fun. I joined in. It was fun, but of course if only did. the front if only the front is doing it, and then like. Behind like the second row, nobody else is. It gets kind of weird. Honestly, every time I've seen it, it's only been like the front row doing it. That's the place oh, okay. for it. Okay, I mean, I unless you're... unless you're Gazette, and then you have everyone doing whatever they do. You know, for like, Gazette, it was more like people knew when to headbang and like yeah. at what pace and stuff. That's yeah. that's not really what I meant. I meant like if you watch some of their arena shows, you'll see like everyone doing a thing. Yeah, they have kind of a footy of sorts, but yeah. it's less like elaborate than some other smaller weekly bands have. Man, yeah, exactly. Some that, of them are that, that was elaborate, though. At. That's the thing. It's just like what? Yeah. Like imagine, imagine like st- spending time at home to learn a freaking choreographed dance so you can enjoy listening to your favorite band. But it's, I guess it's fun for those people. I mean, I guess. So it's fair. Tell us if you enjoy choreographed dancing at concerts. We want to know more about it. Yeah, I, I don't want to see you I def- dance. Though. I definitely want to know how you feel, so I know never invite you anywhere. <laughs> Don't listen to Mazo, he's a dick. <laughs> Alright, well, I mean, we did definitely get a little bit off topic here and there, but I guess it's still up in the air. I want to hear about some other people's view on their power level, where they are when it comes to J-Rock. But for today, I mean, you guys have anything else you want to add? I w- just want to say that I still prefer to be uh, front row for most of the concerts. What a fucking loser. So, yeah. Uh, same, so... honestly. I'm always in the front. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess I'm not capped out yet as as you are, Maso. I know, man. You, you guys are like fucking plebs compared to me. Fucking yeah, I guess. I'm like yeah, one-shotting bosses and shit, and you guys are like, can you like <laughs> trade me this item? No, we have to play in a party to to survive. That's that's how it works. Yeah, backpacking, you bitches. Fucking. Um, but oh, man. I guess shoulders hurt. There's there, there's there's still growth for me uh, in terms of uh, kind of getting myself more into how stuff works in in J Rock and getting to know more bands. I just wanted to briefly mention that I don't know if you've noticed that some bands like have 
more people that are capped out that go to them. Capped out, okay, we're, we're established terminology now, I'm going to keep using it. That if you go to a concert of a band that has many people at the high jerk level, crowd feel is completely different than when you go to like a concert that is lower capped crowd. Jesus Christ, this analogy makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I mean, I don't so, get it, but okay. <laughs> but do you mean that you feel more? Um, at it's a different feel when it's it, when it's not as high level people there. I I don't know which I like more. It's just a very different feel. Mm. I mean, for like, I'm, I'm just gonna bring Hudson Mika back in the picture because of it's course we're gonna because uh, I because, can't live without her shiny blue hair. Uh, because I mean, at Hudson Mika concerts, it's obvious which people are more high level because they know the choreographs and yeah. even though it's not like how to say like planned out. There are specific moves that you do during specific type of tempo or like a rhythm. Yeah. And uh, also uh, the people at the front usually are the people who's kind of like leading the entire crowd because it's it's a butterfly, not not butterfly effect, but um, monkey see monkey do. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's more like that, and um, you know instantly when people are kind of um, how do you say uh, confident when they're yeah, doing yeah. this move and waving the the light stick and they yeah. also instantly know which color to pick when the song is uh, starts playing that's such a j-pop thing yeah picking the, the color, color you do it in bang yeah. dream so huh. yeah it's uh it's uh basically for like every j-pop artist okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> so okay. Point, okay basically the point was is that it's easier to kind of like spot the level difference when, when you're at a kind of like a Hatsunomiki concert. But it's not the same, I guess, with J-Rock concerts. Now watch people give us shit for calling it levels. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm really interested to see the comments for this one because it, it it is interesting. And something I feel like I've noticed just discussing it with you guys is, is the higher quote-unquote level someone feels, at least for me, the more uh, cynical they get about everything. Like, uh, Absolutely, the cynicism comes with it, dude. Yeah, yeah, the cynicism <laughs> it, it comes with like it, and so does myself. the elitism. Yeah, I'm horrible. Like, I'm the more I listen to you guys, like, oh, I like this band. You know, I've done this a little bit. I'm like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> but so, I feel like you haven't listened to that many bands, actually. Probably not, because I'm all banded up. You know. Yeah, your your inventory is full. <laughs> like, I, I know I know what I like, and I I'm sure we've talked about it before. I know what I like, and I don't like to get too far out of that comfort zone because I know it's just a waste of fucking time for me. And for the most part, when somebody makes a recommendation, it's kind of like, <sighs> if I got time, I'll listen mean? to it. What, dude? You listen to Hello Happy World from Bang Dream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're great. It's it's a totally different like direction. No, it's not. It's 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 it's, it's got that metal heart, you know. What? No, <laughs> I totally don't. Get Obviously, it. it's like, you don't get it. Like, it's like J-pop to the core. It's like super high-pitched girl voice and stuff like that. That's amazing. Mazo, he likes metal, except when he likes J-pop. Yeah, yeah you know. Well, I, again, everybody has their, you know, their own rainbow. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a, a gesture that would knock over a cup of water if it were on my desk. I should, uh, you yeah. <laughs> know. Jesus fucking Christ, wipe the water. All right, well, uh, we, we all had our closing thoughts, but definitely want to hear from everyone else. Uh, you can comment or whatever you want to do. Maybe leave a message, although nobody gives a fuck about us, so maybe we won't get any messages. Yeah. How We're about- on Spotify. <laughs> we are on Spotify. How about some uh, quick bits? Uh, MBT, you got anything? So on the topic of Hatsune Miku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <course>. Fucking chill. 
I, I, yeah, so me, me and some other guys uh, visited the, um, I'm in Kipushi. This, this restaurant serves uh, basic, I think they only serve uh, ramen. And uh, one of the dishes that, that have is uh, a blue ramen. So basically the broth is like uh, blue. Everything that they put in there gets soaked in that blue color. So it's something that people think it's um, like related to Hatsune Miku, I guess. So people who went there uh, started giving uh, the restaurant owner their Hatsune Miku figurines. <laughs> so basically he started to populate the entire place with Hatsune Miku. And that's how it kind of got associated with Hatsune Miku. So I went there to eat and it was pretty good. So if you want to know more about the restaurant, you can head to uh, jrocknews.com, search for Blue Ramen, I guess. Oh, yeah. That bit was so not quick. That I, I, I'll, I'll leave that as my only... Quick. All right, well, I'll, I'll jump in here and give you a real quick one. Uh, Yoshiki, goddamn legend. Uh, he's uh, he's doing a documentary series that's going to be on YouTube pretty soon. I think it's YouTube uh, Red or out. YouTube regular? YouTube original? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, YouTube original is the paid service. Yeah, that's I what I thought. Because they got rid of Red because it sounds too much like a porn site. But oh, uh, you, I thought it was. It sounded more like communism. YouTube Red. No, YouTube loves communism. So uh, March March 2020 is when you'll you'll be able to catch that if you're premium enough. I mean, are you fully devoted? Yeah, I am. No shit, <laughs> Rosalia. I knew it was coming. Okay, all right. Nexus, you got anything? Um, glams are coming to Europe in March. Check out the tickets there. All right. Well, I guess that kind of wraps it up here. I mean, we got nothing else to go on about. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, I've been your host, Mazo, with a co-host, Nexus. Hey, bye. Oh, my God. Whoa, what what was that? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. And uh, co-host, Nexus. Right, what? What? <laughs> I threw you off so much. <laughs> you shouted me out twice. <laughs> okay, well, co-host, NBT. Nexus. Damn it, Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well. You didn't oh, well. have to do it that time. All right, well, we'll see you guys uh, uh, another time and let us know about your power levels. It's over 9,000. It's over 9,000! What 9,000?